This episode of ENN Radio has been brought to you by Max Music, promoters of numerous outdoor concerts at Orange County Speedway this spring, including Mount Joy, Moon Taxi, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and Mipso. Get more details at maxmusic.com. That's M-A-X-X-M-U-S-I-C dot com. Students in caps and gowns will fill Shar Center one week from today for Elon University's Class of 2021 graduation. This ceremony marks the end of their undergraduate years and start of a new chapter. Most have spent the past four years here, four years full of challenges, growth, and fun, each one different from the next. But with a global pandemic, nationwide social movement, and a presidential election, this past year has been one that many will not forget. This is ENN Radio, a weekly podcast from Elon News Network bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Anna Terry. This week on ENN Radio, we are reviewing this past academic year and talking about the journey of three students from convocation to graduation. Elon students return to campus this fall for a year like no other. Instead of packed stands at Rhodes Stadium and a homecoming concert, the COVID-19 pandemic created a different college experience. People had to stay masked and socially distanced. Level three or the high alert level after an increase in coronavirus cases. Some students tell ENN they're going to start taking more precautions, while others say they aren't too concerned. In the fall semester, 923 people, either students, faculty or staff, tested positive for coronavirus. But second semester saw smaller numbers as vaccines became available around the country. We vaccinate students by organizing campus resources and personnel to be ready to act when the time comes. As of April 30th, 73% of Elon University's population have had at least one dose of the vaccine. Since the start of J-term, the university has seen just over 300 positive cases. And as COVID-19 spread throughout the country, so did protests as a part of the ongoing Black Lives Matter movement following the murder of George Floyd by Minneapolis police officer Derek Black Chauvin. Black women matter. Black kids Many protests took place in downtown Graham, such as the September 13th march, where protesters called for an end to racism and the resignation of Alamance County Sheriff Terry Johnson. Over the past year, demonstrations have also occurred in Graham, to ask for the removal of the Confederate statue located in the, the city. The Confederate statue protesting for racial justice. After and emphasized the importance of voting. With a politically divided country, practicing this human right was stressed by many as the 2020 presidential election approached. In this race, there were two main candidates. Former Vice President Joe Biden and Donald Trump, who is looking to serve as president for a second term. Following Election Day on November 3rd, the country was left hanging in the balance as votes were counted. But in the end, with 306 electoral votes, Biden won. Tensions ran high after he was announced as the 46th president. More riots and protests followed and the civil unrest made its way to Washington, D.C. Here a mob stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th in an attempt to overturn Trump's defeat. Five people died and $30 million in damages were inflicted. As of May 13th, 475 people have been charged for the insurrection. 
This episode of ENN Radio has been brought to you by Max Music, promoters of an outdoor concert series at Orange County Speedway in Rougemont, North Carolina this spring. Artists include Mount Joy, Moon Taxi, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and Mipso. Reserve a spot for two to six people and get ready for the return of live music. Tickets and more information are available at maxmusic.com. That's M-A-X-X-M-U-S-I-C dot com. Next Friday, May 21st, approximately 1,400 students will walk to receive their diplomas. Among this group are Lucia Lozano Robledo, Elliot Rivette, and Samantha Casamento. These three students were highlighted for their experiences and accomplishments during the 2017 Fall Convocation. By God's grace, or your parents' hard work, or your hard work, or good luck, or some combination of the four, here you are. Robledo was recognized for her efforts to improve health care. Rivette was recognized for his success in martial arts. And Casamento was recognized for her accomplishments in journalism. I talked to Lifestyle Editor Miranda Ferrante to hear details about their Elon experience from convocation to graduation. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here as always. Yes, always a pleasure. And we did have our last edition of the Pendulum last week for the year, but there's going to be a special graduation edition coming out soon. And in this special edition, you are going to have a story in it that talks about the three students from the class of 2021 who stood up at their convocation back in the fall of 2017. And you talk to them about what each of their journeys here at Elon were like over the course of their four years here. Can you first tell me about what students were recognized at this event? Yes, totally. So I spoke with Lucia Lozano Robledo, Samantha Casameno, and Elliot Rivette, who were the three students highlighted by Randy Williams at their convocation in 2017. And these students are highlighted for accomplishments that show through their applications and they're not made aware beforehand. So it's a complete surprise and it's a little bit of a taste to what their Elon experience is going to be like before classes get started. Robledo expressed her shock at the announcement. It's kind of death, like a crazy way to start college. Um, with that, yeah, with that kind of like special mention, it was definitely really special um, and kind of like surreal. So they all talked about it with a lot of pride and it was something exciting for them because you're one of a thousand students to be highlighted for your accomplishments before you even get to Elon. And Samantha Casameno actually remembers them saying a name that she thought sounded similar to hers. And the girl they were talking about was from a town over. I guess they said the wrong name and it ended up being her. And she just thought it was really cool to be surrounded by her family and her friends and all of her peers to have this special mention. And the rest of them also agreed with that same sentiment that it was just a really exciting thing for all of them. And Rivette told you that convocation is a great representation of the Elon experience. Can you explain a little bit about what his thinking was behind this statement? Yeah, so a lot of people actually think that Elon is unique for having these great relationships with faculty, professors, and you really find your mentors here is what these students 
kind of hinted at. And Rivette said that when you're just one person in this big crowd, to be highlighted in a presentation that's directed at so many people, it kind of reinforces that culture where professors here actually know you as an individual and you're not just a number, you're not just a face in the crowd. In convocation, when they line everyone up, you really get that first kind of sense that, oh, I'm like one of a, a huge amount of people. <laughs> like you're very much just a person lost in a crowd. And so to then also be highlighted in the presentation made me think that, um, I don't know, it reinforces this culture at Elon where professors and faculty know who you are as an individual, even if you're just a face in the crowd, that somebody actually knows you and cares about you. So that was something that he found to be really special and indicative of the entire Elon experience. Mm -hmm. And obviously you already touched a little bit on what Rivette told you, but Robledo and Rivette both talked about how their Elon experiences were shaped by the relationships they had with their professors. Can you tell me about what they shared with you? Yes, totally. So they both shared how grateful they are for the mentorships that they were able to form while they were at Elon. You know, more than um, like over the course of the entire four years, I would say that I had a lot of really, really helpful mentorship experiences uh, with professors and staff and faculty members. Um, it's just been really nice. And I like I've liked the kind of personal relationships and opportunities for learning one on one with people. Even despite the difficulties of the past year and the complete unexpected semester that they've had, unexpected year, they still feel so supportive supported by their faculty and by their professors. Robledo said she has made some of her most impactful relationships at Elon with her professors and supervisors. And Robledo's actually going to be staying at Elon and she's going to be a year of service fellow. And they just were so grateful for these relationships that really forged a lot of growth, both personally and professionally for them. Mm hmm. And Rivette gave a piece of advice to undergraduate students in your story. What was this piece of advice? So he said that although he doesn't regret anything that he's done at Elon, he wishes he could have done even more. And his advice to incoming freshmen or new students or even students that are here getting ready for graduation, he told them to realize the value of the time that's in front of you and that it's going to go by way faster than you ever could have expected. So he tells students to just take it all in and really value that time that's right in front of you. Be sure to spend every second you're, that you're here doing whatever it is that you care about because, you know, you're only going to get the one shot. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure like the time has been so much shorter with COVID and stuff. I mean, it's crazy. We're both finishing up our sophomore year. No, it's which... so surreal that it's, we're like halfway done. I and I don't can't like believe thinking it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I definitely look forward to seeing what the future plans of these three students are, as all of them don't really have their future fully set in stone yet. But thank you so much for sitting down with me and giving me a little preview. Thank you so much for having me. I'm definitely also excited to see what the future has in store for these three. I was so thankful that they were able to reflect back on their Elon journeys with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to the future too. Miranda's doing her 
second year as lifestyle editor, which is super exciting. I am so excited. I feel like I have a grasp on it now and we can just go full force and hopefully a normal semester. Yes, upperclassmen. So weird. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcast and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com. This is the last episode of the semester. Thank you for listening.